David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago Sun-Times sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Elliot, we're back again for another show and you can't, you did it again. Well, it's your birthday, right? 40th is on Saturday. Okay, so we have to celebrate it in a, a magnificent manner. And what better way than having one of the world's best-known, most beautiful journalists come on the program. I'm looking at her bio. It's incredible here. She's got a bachelor in law, a master's in tax law. She has a degree in sports administration. Well, you wanted more lawyers on the show. And female lawyers, you know. Who are also sports journalists. That works, yes? We might have to retitle the show, Barely Legal. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we had someone on hold, Elliot. Inez Sains, world-renowned broadcaster, ca- calling from London of all places. What are you doing there? <laughs> Hi, hello. Hi there. Well, I'm covering all around the, the things that it's happened about the Champions League. How are you? Nice to salute you. Good to talk to you. So, hey, if, to you too. how do you pronounce your name? We've been going back and forth. Okay, it's Ines Sainz. See, I got it right. So yeah, how- yeah, you got it. Ines Sainz is like like the Sainz in Sainz in in New Orleans, very close enough to say like that. Excellent. So, you enjoying the soccer over there in England? Yeah, of course. The weather is terrible. It's raining all the day, but the environment is amazing. Everybody is starting to arrive today to the city, and you know it's going to be a crazy game. It's one of the games most in the year, and uh, I hope we are going to really enjoy it. So you got terrible weather, terrible food. Why go there? Well, the food is not so bad. If you if you can find the 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 good. France is good enough. I yesterday I ate in a lovely Italian restaurant. Today in a French cuisine. So you need to avoid the England cuisine, and that's is perfect. Okay. Well, if you want lousy weather, why don't you come to Chicago? It's forty three degrees. It's the end of May. C- come to Chicago. Why don't wow. Can we well, get- sounds good. I think I'm going. To, I'm going very soon to Chicago because Mexico national soccer team is going to play there one day in the in the Gold Cup. I think so. So we can get you to town for some soccer. Any chance you'll come to Bears training camp if they ever have NFL again? Uh, yeah, of course. When we have NFL again, <laughs> I'm going to be there. Absolutely sure. <laughs> what team is your favorite NFL team? Well, actually, I always support San Diego Chargers, you know, since I was very young. So, so I don't know. I, I, I feel good about them, but I, I also like the 49ers. Okay. Now, you're known f- not only for being a good journalist, but being a beautiful woman. Is, does that serve as a distraction or does that work to your benefit? 
Well, actually, I don't even think about if it's a distraction or no. I don't even think about if I'm attractive or not when I'm doing my job. I, I only think that probably uh, I'm a different type of journalist. Uh, I have, I already have my, my job for more than 10 years. So, so I don't think that it's, it's like some, something to discuss. It's like, it's the way I am and I, I try to do my best and it doesn't be a point of favor and, and also it's not bad. So it's just me. I, I don't know exactly what to answer about that. Do athletes kind of brush you off thinking, okay, you're just a pretty face. And when you ask a tough question, do you kind of catch them off guard? Well, actually, when I start my interviews at the first moment, probably the, the players are looking at me and say what she's going to talk about. And then they completely forgot about if I'm a woman or not because they know that I really, I really know about the sports. I really love the sports and, and I go focus to my interview and they, and at the, at the second question or third question, they are really focusing the, in the interview too. So I think it's, I don't know, it's, it's only the first impression that probably is different, but then it's exactly the same. Now, Mexican television, from the little I've seen, tends to like the hotter-looking women on TV with, you know, more revealing outfits and things like that. And is there a difference between American television and Mexican television in, in that well, regard? I know now that that is so, it's a little different, but I don't think it's about the clothes. I think it's about the body type that... That the Latin the Latin people are are different physically for for American ones and probably in America when they saw Latin girls they they believe that they are I don't know probably uh, sexier or something what, what whatever you want to say but uh, I I saw many girls working with jeans I saw many girls working with with dress or something so I don't think it's is a matter of the of the, the Mexican television use, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, different kind of clothes for the shows. The weather is so it's totally different. I don't know. I I truly believe that that we we have both the styles. The more seriously, more more young, casual, and and it depends the the audience. It depends the kind of show you are presenting or you are hosting. So. I don't know. Probably you you need to came with me to Mexico and I'll look around a little more the, the television there and you can find that that is perfectly normal and and perfectly uh, equal that USA. Elliot's watching those Hispanic soap operas, I think. Well, yeah, with the subtitle. I watch the Hispanic soap operas with the subtitles. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, they are very popular all around the world. Inez, I see that you have your master's in law. Is that mean you're no? Does that mean you're an attorney in Mexico, or did you would you have to go to law school, in Mexico? How does it work down there? No, no. Is I have a I I have a I'm a, I'm attorney in Mexico, and I have two master's degree, one in fiscal law, lawyers, and the other one is in uh, sport business administration. So I think I. I combine my my two careers like a host and like attorney, and well, I I really enjoy it. I 
I think it brings me some basis to to be in front of the of some people, a lot of people, and talk with a lot of people. So, but I, it's only that in in one point of my life, I need to decide to to go further with my attorney career or or try to be focused in my house career, and I decide television area. But I I know I, I don't know. I really enjoy my my both style of life. So if, they, if David needs uh, a law partner in Mexico City, you're available? <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm an attorney yeah, here. I don't have a lot of time, but yeah, okay. If you, if you get in trouble, fiscal troubles in Mexico, I can help you. You see, I'm an attorney here, and I decided I want to do something besides being an attorney, so I started the sports show with Elliot. But I'm not as beautiful as you, because if I tried to put me on a cover of a magazine, people would throw up. <laughs> I don't think so. You are a very interesting, very interesting man. So probably you catch a lot of love. Yeah, I'm turning forty on Saturday, so isn't it downhill after that for guys? I'm sorry, I don't understand you. I'm turning forty on Saturday. Isn't it all downhill after you hit forty? <laughs> well, it's good enough your age. Don't worry about it. <laughs> now, do you have a favorite sport that you enjoy covering? Well, I must say the soccer because you know in Mexico the seventy percent of all the, all of our shows are talking about soccer. So I grew up with that kind of environment. But I also love tennis. I I follow all the Roland Garros activity right now, and and I I really love it. And of course I I enjoy a lot of sports that you have there in the states. I like the football, the basketball. And I I make a lot of interview with with your biggest stars, uh, uh, biggest sport stars around there. And in Mexico, you you know we have the, we I I host a show for NFL and another for NBA. So we are really keeping touch with with all your sports. What do you think, of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, I don't like him. <laughs> I must say I don't like him. I don't like. A governador and his political, his ideas, political ideas, and the way he managed his life. But I think we can talk about more interesting things than that Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> now, do you have any favorite athletes that you've interviewed? Sorry. Do you have any favorite athletes that you've interviewed? Yeah, yeah, I really enjoy the interview with Kaká. Kaká, he's playing for for Real Madrid. Also with Messi, Messi from Barcelona, the one who is uh, uh, playing here, and and also a lot of there in in the states. I make an interview with with Peyton Manning that was fantastic. With Jerry Rice that is also great. That with with. I don't know. Many people, Dirno Whiskey, uh, Eli Manning, um, Kobe Bryant, uh, Derek Jeter, Shaquille O'Neal, Alex Rodriguez. I, I think both of them, all of them have a lot of things to say. That when I show the interviews in Mexico, the people are really interested and in, know more about like, the, the, the style, the, the way they are. So the, the interviews for that kind of personalities in Mexico was a huge success. What was your toughest interview you ever did? Sorry? What was your toughest interview? 
my top is, I can't say one because I interview the the top ten players in all the best or the major sports like Federer, Nadal, and also well all the, the all the ten last MVP from or Golden Balloon for soccer in the last ten years, the MVP players for for NBA, the the MVP players for for NFL NFL. So so I can say which was the top one because I got the best ones, the best the best uh, sport people in the in the best moments of, of his careers. So I think I'm very lucky. I must say I'm very lucky to have all all the greatest interviews in the precise moment. Now in the United States, Aaron Andrews who is an ESPN broadcaster, ended up on Dancing with the huh? Stars. Any chance someday we'll ever see you on Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. I, I can't answer that. Uh, I'm going to be the presenter in Mexico for a show in the same way. I'm going to be the host, and he's like, he's not exactly Dancing with the Stars, but he's very close enough the concept for that. So in Mexico, I'm going to do it. I don't know if. If they're in one day in the States, I, I'm going to make it, probably. Why not? <laughs> no, I mean, you'd be perfect on Dancing with the Stars, I mean, because don't all Latin women know how to dance? Yes, I, li- I like to dance, so I think I can practice and, and do my best for me there. <laughs> What's your favorite dance, the merengue, cha-cha? No, no, absolutely no. Uh, I think that I'm, I'm more like uh, pop. I like more like pop dance and everything. So, but you know, you you can you can learn a lot of and and in Latin America we we are used to to dance like all the kind of of good uh, how do you say good music. So, I think it's possible. Why not? What what kind of music do you prefer there in Chicago? I mean, we got everything. We got a big Hispanic community in Chicago, so you got a lot of the Latin dance, and we got a big Polish community. Chicago's multicultural. Uh-huh. I mean, all kinds. You got to come out and throw yeah, out the first. I know, I know. Yeah, when I was there, like twice or three times, I don't remember. I had a huge community, and and also in the soccer games, it's amazing how they support Mexico there. It's like our fifty-first state. Yeah, yeah, it's great, and I absolutely, and and absolutely, I love the, the Chicago city. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. I can go and jogging. I love to jogging out there in the parks and everything. So, well, I I hope I'm going to be there very very soon. If you jog in the park, there'll be a lot of people following you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Enjoy. No, thank you. All right, enjoy your. Vi- Rest of your time in London, and uh, thank you for coming on the show. You were a delight. No, okay. Well, keep in touch, and I hope I see you there very, very soon. Thank you for the interview. Thank you. We know where we'll find her in Elliot's column, I'm sure, next week. I, I think we can uh, be pretty certain of that, yes. Look at all the people she interviewed. I mean, tennis, soccer, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah we're top, top-tier top athletes. It's, you know, She's big stuff in uh, in Mexico and around the world. I think you got, basically nailed something with this Dance with the Stars. I wouldn't be surprised to see her on Dance with the Stars in the next couple of years. She fits right in with the image, what yeah, they're looking it, for. it would be interesting. You know, I I don't know whether they would dip down into Mexico, whether that's on on the radar on ABC or not. But uh, 
I mean, look at Erin Andrews, how good she did with the ratings. And you bring her, Inez, in, who's the world's hottest sports recorder, reporter, according to one of the websites. I think you'll do very well. Yeah. Did you watch Dancing with the Stars? Did you see Heinz Ward of the Pittsburgh I Steelers win? I saw Heinz win? Ward. But you know what? Athletes always have the advantage, football players and basketball players, because they work out and have to learn routines and moves and, and things. And fo- footwork comes in handy. He also had strength. Talk about strength. You see Kirstie Alley dance. Her partner lifts her up. I'm I'm going, oh, my, my groin. She's time. a size five. No, she's, yeah, times two or three. I mean, she lost a lot of weight, but she still was not light on her feet. No, you're right, but the athletes have an advantage, and especially the ice skaters and figure skaters, because, I mean, it's like dancing on right, ice. Right, right. I mean, you take the ice away, and that's what dancing is. But, I mean, yeah, I wanted Ralph Macho. I wanted the karate I, kid. I wanted the karate kid, too. I thought he did very well. I mean, guy's almost 50, and he was good. But I, sometimes it's a popularity contest, which explains how... That Chelsea girl lasted until the final three. I'm going. That's to. who my kids wanted. They wanted Chelsea. Well, she's a whole... Disney girl, right? Exactly. Next, you'll see Hannah Montana on there, or Selena Gomez, or Demi Lovato. Yeah, and I, a lot of it's popularity, but I, I think they got it right. How do you think Donny Osmond won? My wife loves him. She wants to see him, but again, it's because of the Osmond culture. Right. But I think ultimately they got it right with Heinz Ward being. Uh, the winner of the mirror ball or the disco ball, whatever it's called. You know what, though? He almost didn't win. I mean, he almost killed that girl. Did you see when he dropped her on her oh, neck? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you see in rehearsal she's wearing a neck brace. <laughs> I'm going, holy moly, what's going on there? Yeah, now she had to be rushed by ambulance to the hospital and all that. But it's the first time Kim Johnson had lasted on Dancing with the Stars for any amount of time. Usually her partners are gone, you know, within two, three, four weeks. She gets the apple guy or what? Yeah. Wozniak. Wozniak. Steve Wozniak. No. She, and she comported herself extremely well. And it, it was good to see somebody besides, you know, Cheryl Burke or Karina Smirnoff, the, the familiar faces who are always seem to be in the finals. Karina, is that the one who uh, hooks up with every guy she dances with and gets engaged? <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I know she was on the cover of Playboy recently and on the pages inside. But uh, what do they pay these uh, professional dance to be part of the show. I'm, it's got to it, pay it, pretty well. It's, it's got to be pretty good because it's very time consuming and it's also a very popular program. Sells a lot of ads, makes a lot of money for ABC. But so, there was like an, this Dance with the Stars is just a mid-season fill-in or summer oh, fill-in yeah. when it started. Right. They just put something out there. All of a sudden, it took off with Kelly Monaco and uh, John. I can't think of the first guy who was on with See, Kelly I wasn't Monaco. a big Kelly Monaco fan, but a lot of people liked her from her soap opera stuff, and. I, she was okay, but I didn't think she deserved to be a champion, did you? No, and then they had her dance against him again, and he beat her the second time in whatever, the redo yeah. or whatever they did. Who yeah. was that guy? John? He was another soap opera guy, I think. Her. Uh, now you're asking the tough questions. John, John O'Hurlihy, something like that? Right. Yeah, he, he, pl- he played uh, Peterman on Seinfeld. Does that sound about right? That's what our sound guy, Dave knows what he's talking about, the best in the business. <laughs> Definitely. But no, I'll be curious if you uh, get a a, a non wide receiver running back football player out there. You know, give me an offensive tackle. Let let me see how they do. We're getting that sign again to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to have on a NBA broadcaster, Hall of Famer guy you see play a long time ago. You see play. That's good English, isn't it? Uh huh. Gail Goodrich, you listen to Sports and Torts. I'm David Spade with Ellie Harris. We'll be back in a few.